Wake up, church. There's a war going on for the soul of our country, where the lies of the demonic control the narratives of our culture. Join your host, Gary Duncan, in search of the kingdom warriors of our time. Those not afraid to speak up and walk out the word of God in the face of evil. Get ready for a supernatural impartation, a spiritual download of faith and fire into your life. Welcome to the Remnant Revolution. Okay, so I wanted to go over a few things before we get into the podcast and just let you know what what this is all about. The The format, basically, of the show is going to be, can be an interview-based with um, different individuals, mainly a lot of people that are just regular people that are stepping into what God's called them to do, and we'll have some stories about that, and it should be interesting. One of the main things I want you to get out of this podcast is to to understand where we are in the current time of the church and in our lives, and what the answer is to that. We all know that the answer is Jesus, but there's a lot more depth to that than just, I'm a Christian and I believe in Jesus. So I wanted to go over a little bit about who I am. I'm a husband of 26 years with my wife, Glenda. I've got two young men, 18 and 22. Basically, I'm a... Um, Self-employed home inspector, have been for several, uh, 20 years or plus. Always wanted to own my own business and eventually got to the point where I was. My story, quickly, is I was saved in college, fell away, got recommitted at Knoxville, Tennessee, at a Promise Keepers event that uh, Franklin Graham was speaking at. So let me tell you why I started this podcast. This started about five years ago. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love I love the intimate nature of a podcast. You know, I talk real close to your ear and you can hear me. So you, a lot of times, you know, as you go through life, there's a lot of distractions going on. But with a podcast, you've got the earphones right up to your ear, earbuds, and there's a less chance of distraction. Now, the best thing about podcasts is they're not filled with endless, you know, sponsors and endless commercials and, and commercials of stuff you really don't care about. But uh, God gave me a message. Um, didn't really know it was a message at the time. More so was a picture in my mind, in my heart, actually, because it simmered there for, uh, for five years. So think about it. Five years ago, I got a picture like a lot of you might. You might actually get a, a word or a picture or a, a sense of something that you just feel like that that's from God. And, you know, that can... That can simmer in your your spirit and your soul for a long time before anything happens with it. And hopefully, through this this podcast and a lot of the episodes, that you'll you'll begin to realize where God's speaking to you, and allow you to really bring out what He's calling each one of us to do in our Christian walk. Another reason why I wanted to start the podcast because, believe it or not, if you've been haven't been living under a rock, um, a lot of our avenues of communication have been canceled, have been um, manipulated, have been turned off, shut down, closed accounts. As you know, if you have a conservative voice, it is not welcome in this country. So a podcast might possibly be the last beacon of communication that the Christian community has available to them, other than walking out the door, which we all should do, and across the street and talking to our neighbors and stand on the street corners. So i got a couple of caveats to go over, just so we're clear on where we're at. A lot of what 
you will hear comes out of five years of simmering in the spirit what God has me to say. Another caveat, you'll hear me say the church a lot. And when I say the church, I don't mean particularly a particular church unless I call it out or unless somebody else calls it out. It's the body of Christ. It's me. It's you. It's not a condemnation. It's a challenge. It's a let's get together, united, and go and do what God is calling us to do. It's not to say that nobody's doing this. It's not to say that this one group is. Well, it might be saying that this one group is, but we won't try. I won't try to get into too much of uh, finger pointing. But it will. You might interpret it as finger pointing, and if it is, well, kick that shoe off, okay? Um, I'm just going to report what God is putting on my heart. This is not a particular attack on pastors either, okay? We all have accountability in this gospel. So as you're hearing this, you might think, well, what's he going to do? Start raising all kinds of what about churches? No, that's not it. But we do need to look at ourselves in the mirror as a church. I need to look at myself in the mirror as a believer in Christ. And what am I doing? But the most important caveat, there is an answer for anyone listening. If you have Jesus in your heart, you accept him Lord and Savior, and you believe that he died on the cross, rose again three days later, and you put your faith in him. That's the most important caveat. The second important caveat is that you must have intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It's found in the secret place. And I'll talk a little bit about that later, but that's Matthew 6, 6. When you pray, go into your closet, shut the door, and um, pray. And it's very intimate. Jesus did it, right? He went out into the wilderness and prayed to his Father talk with his father so intimacy with the holy spirit you will hear that like a drum beat intimacy with the holy spirit you're not spending time alone nobody else just you and the holy spirit in a closet if at all find a room find a closet find a box and get in that box shut the door and talk to the holy spirit to pray in the spirit it's another one if you don't know how to pray in the Spirit, well, I'm sure we'll have a episode that talks about that. If you don't believe in that, just give us give us a little, give us some tolerance and listen, because praying in the Spirit says it in His Word. Pray in the Spirit continually. That means all the time, minute by minute, hour by hour. And you think, well, you know, I can't be talking to my clients and I can't be doing this and praying in the Spirit. Well, you sure can. You can talk and be in the Spirit and be speaking through that. As you're driving to work every day, as you're driving the grocery store, just start praying in the Spirit. If you have intimacy with God and you pray in the Spirit, there is freedom. Because there is an invisible barrier that we are up against in life. It's not something we can see. Matthew 17, 21. Now this is where the disciples were trying to cast out a demon. Jesus told him, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There's things in our lives right now that the only way they're going to move is through prayer and fasting. I know I'm fighting for that. I know you're fighting for that if you're listening to this program. Prayer and fasting. 
Pray in the Spirit continually. Spend time in the secret place with God, with the Holy Spirit speaking in His language and speaking to Him. On the other side of this, this barrier, this membrane, as I've been, on the other side of that, it's like it's on the other side of the veil. Of course, the veil was torn, but if you had to, you've seen movies too. You've seen these movies where people are poking their hand through this invisible wall, an invisible screen or whatever. There truly is this, this membrane that we have to bust through. And on the other side of that is the true power and freedom in a Christian life. Because when you get past that and you stay continually in prayer, things will begin to come about in your life that you would have never believed. Miracles, answered prayers, healings. Because spending time with the Holy Spirit in the secret place brings you closer and closer. Think about a sword. How does how does how do these um what do you call them? Smiths, ironsmiths, whatever. How do they how do they make swords? They put a a rough unfinished piece of hardened metal. Sound familiar? Into this burning inferno. And that's what we do. We sit with the Holy Spirit in that fire of his his power, love and grace molds us to when we come out of that he can fasten us into this sword of his spirit so i like in this the i kind of compare the the secret place to um ironsmiths that are forging swords when we go into the secret place of the furnace of the of god's fire it allows us to be to be softened enough to when God speaks to us, He hammers us into a strong and mighty sword of the Spirit. And we need that in this day and time. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Remnant Revolution. If you liked what you heard, please leave a comment and rating in iTunes and Google Play. This helps us get heard by more people. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family. Be sure to visit www remnantrevolution.org to join the conversation, access the show notes, and keep up to date on important events and programming. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at remnantrevolution. Until next time, armor up, stand up, and speak up. Remnant Revolution